This story was recorded on November 17, 2018, at a storytelling festival at the Connecticut Valley Tobacco Museum. The views expressed are those of the storyteller, not the museum. And if you just want to say again your name and your, where you're from, just to check your levels. Mark Ricardo, Windsor, Connecticut. Okay, perfect. Um, so why don't we just begin with you sharing with me how you got involved in tobacco in Connecticut. Okay. Um, I was 14 years old. It was the only job that you were able to work legally. Uh, up until that point, I had a, an allowance, did a little shoveling of driveways in the winter and mowing lawns and made five, ten bucks here and there. And then suddenly this opportunity to actually work for a full week in the summer presented itself. And I thought, great, chance to make money. So where did you work? What year was this? 1985. Okay. And where was this? Um, I worked for, uh, God, I'm trying to think, um, Thrall, uh, OJ Thrall and Pequonic. Okay. And what was that job like? What were you doing? Picking tobacco. It initially started out as picking suckers off of the plants. Um, it was tough, hot work under the nets. Uh, very sweaty, very hot, very sticky because <laughs> the plants um, tend to have sap on them. So it started out as just picking suckers off of them, which I don't really understand, but they're useless uh, little leaves, I guess, or stems or growths that suck nutrients, and we got rid of them. And that was one phase of the project, and then... After that, it was actually starting to pick tobacco leaves. So what did you make of this job when you started? It was incredibly hard. It was tough. It was hot work. Um, Windsor Pride, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but, but there was indeed a, a factor of pride. And... Um, after my first week, I made $2.86 an hour. And when I got my paycheck, my first paycheck, it was for $100, a little over $100. And I was thrilled. So I went home and my dad said, all right, 50% is going in your bank account. The other 50% is yours. And a 14-year-old kid, 1985, with $50 in his pocket, was a powerful thing so so I was motivated by the money but there was also a pride factor because um, my dad always pushed me to to be a hard worker my peers uh, similarly were were pushed to be hard workers and it was almost a rite of passage you know if we could make it through a summer doing this hard hot dirty work at the tender age of 14 there's a huge sense of pride involved in that and i know i would say more kids that i that i knew more of my peers actually washed out than actually made it through a summer so there was a pride factor in addition to the money hundred dollars a week man 1985 <laughs> that was huge do you remember um, anything that you bought with that money i do 
um, I bought my first pair of Varney sunglasses. Probably unheard of today. <laughs> and Shannon probably doesn't even know about it, but they were cool as hell in the 80s. V-A-U-R-N-E-T. I, I guarantee, it's a French company. I guarantee they're still around. But I bought an $80 pair of sunglasses. $80 pair of sunglasses for a kid. Huge. Mm, high rolling. Yeah. And my dad said, that's cool. Also bought a lot of candy and and actually cigars. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. There was a drugstore in town, believe it or not. Um, may I mention the name? Sure. Arthur Drugs. Probably, oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's it's where the CVS I think now is in, in the center of town. But they had a beautiful cigar display, so we'd go down and buy a three or four dollar cigar, and go off somewhere and smoke it and feel like high rollers or like bankers smoking a our own product in a strange way. But because we had this you know influx of of cash that we we didn't know what to do with, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess I've been always curious about the connection between people involved in tobacco growing and smoking. Still smoke it to this day. And I still see a cigar that is labeled Connecticut wrapper, and it's a huge sense of pride. So how long did you work in tobacco? One year. One summer. I made it through one complete season. I was absolutely geared up to do it for a second season. But I got lucky because a friend of mine owned a um, landscaping company, and his dad offered me twice the salary. Mm. <laughs> so I did that the next summer. <laughs> that Otherwise, would be persuasive. I, I absolutely would have um, worked tobacco again. That was equally hard work in a different way. Um, just way it was just more money, but mm-hmm. you know, I learned an early lesson work hard and, and, you know, earn. Yeah. I was going to ask like what, looking back now, what that time has meant for your life when you reflect back on it, what did you take with you? I'm 48 years old and almost the day does not go by that I don't think about it. Um, I'm a college graduate, but I work in a trade. I'm, I'm, I'm an electrician because that's what I like doing. And throughout all of that, everybody has said, you know, there's a, stir- there's a certain stereotype within the trades that college guys are soft. And that has never once been counted against me. Everybody's always said, man, that guy's a hard worker throughout my entire life. And there's a reason I do it. I, I just enjoy it. There's a certain satisfaction I get out of it. I like hard work. I like sweating. Um, and it all is rooted in that. 